welcome to the 17th episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly, and today I have three questions about sleeping and dreaming. Our first question is from Millen. He wants to know about dreams. Over to Millen. Hello, I am Millen. I am nine years old. And it is the year of the pig today. My question is, why on some days can you remember dreams? And why on some days can you not? Well, that's a tricky question, Millen. I often wake up remembering dreams. But isn't it strange when you wake up and you can't remember any? You must have been having lots of dreams in the night. It's just that they've disappeared. To answer your question, I asked the help of Philippa Perry. She's a psychotherapist. That means she talks to people and helps them if something sad has happened to them or if they need to talk to someone about how they feel, so as to feel better. She helps put people back on track. Philippa spends lots of time listening to people's dreams and she knows lots about how our minds and bodies work. She's also just written a book, which has just come out called The Book You Wish Your Parents Had Read and Your Children Will Be Glad That You Did. So if your parents are being a bit difficult, you might want to get them to read it so that they can understand you better. Philippa loves dreams, so over to Philippa. Hi, Millen, age nine. I'm Philippa, age 61. I'm a psychotherapist. I love dreams. You wanted to know why we sometimes forget them and sometimes remember them. Well, it depends about whereabouts in your sleep cycle you are when you wake up. If you are really, really sleepy, you'll go back to sleep again and forget it. Just remember a trace or a feeling. If you're ready to wake up, you might remember a lot more. You won't remember all of it, but you'll remember a lot more. And it doesn't really matter if you forget, because if you need to know, if your unconscious mind really wants your conscious mind to know what's going on, you'll dream the dream again and again until your conscious mind takes notice. I hope that answers your question, Millen. Thanks, Philippa, for the great answer. And remember, if you have the same dream over and over again, try to think about what your unconscious is trying to tell you. Your dreams are there to send you messages. I'm wishing you sweet dreams, Millen. If you have a question you would like answered, just ask an adult to record you asking me on their smartphone and email it into me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Our next question is about a big, hairy creature and how they sleep. And it's from Tommy. Over to Tommy. My name is Tommy. I'm five. And I like building blocks. And my question is, where do gorillas sleep at night? Thanks, Tommy, for your brilliant question. Well, gorillas don't sleep in beds like you or I, and they don't sleep on the ground like elephants, or across the branch of a tree like leopards. Gorillas are very clever. They're more like birds in a way in that they sleep in nests. Whereas lots of birds sleep in the same nest every night, like we sleep in the same bed every night, gorillas like a new nest each day. Every evening before it's time to sleep, they build a new nest in the jungle out of branches and leaves. They usually build in and around a tree, and some nests can be up to 20 metres up a tree. Some are further down or even on the ground. It's a little bit like gorilla bunk beds after dark. The gorillas make their nests nice and cosy, and then they call out to one another from their nests to say goodnight. 
They usually sleep in a pattern. The silverback male will build his nest in the middle of the group of gorillas. Often the silverback will go on the ground so he's ready to protect his group of gorillas if he needs to in the night. Baby gorillas share a nest with their mother until they're about three years old and a new baby gorilla often comes along. They're also big enough to build their own nest around then. Gorilla babies learn how to make nests from the adult gorillas around them. How clever is that? I wonder if gorillas have dreams like we do. The next morning, the gorillas move off and enjoy the day. As night falls, once again, they find a new spot to sleep. They make new nests by bending branches, tucking in leaves and weaving it all together into a lovely new bed. They check the trees they're building their beds in can support their weight and pick parts of a tree with three or four branches growing in the same place so they don't have to worry about falling out of the tree when they're fast asleep in their gorilla bunk bed nests. I hope that answers your question, Tommy. Our next question is about another thing some humans do when they're sleeping. I don't think gorillas do it. It comes from Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Hi, I'm Daisy and I'm eight. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I love science. I was wondering, how do we sleepwalk? Hi, Daisy. Well, that's a great question. Sleepwalking usually happens when you're most deeply asleep, when you have really slow brainwaves. It's usually a few hours after you fall asleep. What happens is your body goes on the move, but your brain is still really sleepy. Lots of children sleepwalk, it's totally normal and it's nothing to worry about. Around one in five children will sleepwalk at least once, but most kids grow out of it. Experts don't know why we sleepwalk, but because it's usually only in children, here are some of their ideas. The first idea is that kids' brains grow so quickly and children are always learning so much. If you think about it, babies grow into children who can read and write in only around five years, which is a lot of learning and changing in a very little amount of time. Some people say maybe parts of sleepwalking is caused by parts of children's brains developing faster than other parts. Some parts stay active at night, even during sleep. And so you get sleepwalking. Another idea is that growth hormones, which are special chemicals that make you grow, might make you wake up at night. Other people think children's brains sometimes don't fully understand the different cycles of waking and sleeping, and so do a bit of both when a child sleepwalks. It can happen because you haven't had enough sleep, maybe you're a bit stressed out, or you have a temperature, or perhaps even if you're fast asleep but then get partly woken up by a loud crash. Or it could be that you need the loo. Usually kids just sit up in bed and look around, some walk around and perhaps even go to the kitchen to find something to eat. A sleepwalking person's eyes are usually open, but they don't recognise people and they look through things. They'll be able to walk around the house if they're used to the place they're sleeping and they know where they're going. Sometimes adults sleepwalk and have even been known to drive a car while they're asleep. But this is really unusual. Whatever the reason kids do it, they generally grow out of it so it's nothing to worry about. If you see someone sleepwalking, just guide them gently back to bed and they'll probably go back to sleep. I hope that answers your question, Daisy. So last week I asked you to send in you telling me who you dressed up as for World Book Day for a chance to win a signed and personalised copy of Abby Elphinstone's new World Book Day book called Everdark. Here are our entries. Hi, my name's Ben. I'm eight years old and I live in England. For World Book Day, I was Ben Kenobi because I knew there was going to be lots of Harry Potters in school and I decided to go for a change this time. Thank you and bye. 
Hello, my name's Serafina, and I live in England, and I'm six years old. And when I dressed up as Wellbook Day, I was Hermione Granger because I read all the books of Harry Potter. Bye, and thank you. Hi, my name is Charlie, and I dressed up as Willy Wonka for World Book Day. And I dressed up as Willy Wonka because I just finished Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator and I just started Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I think World Down is really cool and my dad's going to work at Cadbury. And the winner is... All three of you. Congratulations, Charlie, Ben and Serafina. Signed and personalised copies of Everdark will be winging their way in the post to you and will land in your home very soon. That's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to Philippa Perry for telling us all about why we remember some dreams but forget others, to Abby Elphinstone for the copy of Everdark, and to Millen, Tommy and Daisy for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you and your family enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe, rate it and give it a lovely review. It really does help. I will be back next week answering more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Do send in your questions. There's information about how to do that on the show's website, everythingunderthesun.co.uk. All you have to do is ask an adult to lend you their smartphone and record yourself saying your name, your age, a bit about yourself, and then ask me the question. And send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening. Do tell all your friends about the podcast and have a lovely week. Thank you and goodbye.